0: Boss Hog Ribs. I'm Brian.
1: And I'm Floyd. Hey, on today's episode, Brian is going to give us five tips when you're looking to start your own restaurant. Brian, you have a lot of industry experience. You've had success. You've had failures. You've had restaurants on the water. You've had uh, IT experience. You have dug into POS systems uh, you've hired employees, you've fired employees, you have got a lot of knowledge uh, in that cranium of yours. And I am, uh, I'm curious, can you simplify it into a couple of bullet points for someone that is brand new and opening their first restaurant? Uh, what kind of advice do you have?
0: Well, um, I've said this many times, The uh, People always ask me how I got in the restaurant business, and I always told them that I made a pile of money in the real estate business and didn't want it anymore. So, um, <laughs> which is which is seems to be true. Um, interestingly enough, the, the, the experience that I have didn't come in the order that I would like other people to get into this business, or I would like to get into it again myself, and any other thing that I do. The um, I kind of, I kind of tried things. I kind of uh, uh, dove in head first and it didn't always work very well. Uh, but through that, I've learned a few things, and some of, one of those, uh, some of those things, five of them, um, that I think are, are critical when thinking about going into the restaurant business, is first and foremost, just like any business system out there or any reason to start a business system, is what problem are you solving? So if you're thinking about the restaurant business you know, what are some of the trends in the area? You don't necessarily need to copy, if there's three chicken restaurants uh, that are successful out there, you don't need to be another one. Um, But you can kind of use the uh, Microsoft theory where we'll take what's out there and make it better. Um, But you should definitely figure out uh, how you're solving a problem. And whether that's through a focus group based on your food, um, you know, whatever you come up with. I'll, I'll tell you an interesting story. Um, I met uh, Lou Basham, who was one of the founders of uh, Outback Steakhouse. There was a restaurant in St. Petersburg, Florida, that these two guys um, had uh, went into quite regularly, and they neither one of them had ever been to Australia. So we know that the theme of Outback Steakhouse is Australian. They went into this restaurant, uh, and they, they said, uh, you know, what kind of restaurant these guys had some money what kind of restaurant do you want to start what's the concept and they said how about Australian right so um, I think it was based on the fact that Lou Basham had a Foster's beer in his hand and the other guy <laughs> said Australian and you know and that's kind of how it started and so they developed that concept but uh, with an Australian theme but it, that wasn't really the problem they were solving it's not that there wasn't any Australian restaurants out there it was the simplicity of their of their um, of their restaurant. When you, if you look around, they they modeled it after this restaurant in Saint Petersburg that still exists today. Because if you walk in there, it looks just like an Outback. It was very simple. Uh, the build out for that particular restaurant, they, when they costed it out, it looked very simple. Everything. So ultimately, you have to you have to solve a problem. You have to solve a problem. I think their problem was um, a steakhouse. Uh, that there wasn't very many good steakhouses that people could afford in the area at the time, and this was kind of one of them. And they wanted to, they wanted to go that direction. So, solving a problem first.
1: So, let me jump in here really quick. What I love about that answer is, I'm thinking right away, make sure your tables are clean. But you went deep right away. You weren't horsing around, solving a problem. A lot of people that have make a good grilled cheese sandwich and want to start have a grilled cheese sandwich restaurant they may not be thinking along those lines. That is a, that's a serious statement right away to kind of, uh, to start with. So what else do you have on the list?
0: Well, uh, before I get to the next thing on the list, follow up on what you said, it's important. Um, it's important to know exactly what you're going to do. Um, you really do need to solve a problem. We've talked about uh, boss Hog ribs and uh, it's it's more it's got a Southern feel to it. Is that is that something that would be received very well in Columbus, Ohio? Like we've talked about, I don't know the answer to that yet. I think there's some test marketing that needs to be done. So it's really really critical to make sure that you're you're taking steps for the right reasons and, and uh, making sure that you're solving a problem is also ensuring that you're going to have sales. Wow, right. So
1: that makes sense. What so else you got?
0: The second one would be to know your space. Um, really know the business that you're getting into. So let's say you've identified the problem and I've decided that I want to open up um, you know a chicken restaurant uh, but I need to I need to understand the chicken industry. Uh, I really really do and I need to understand it from all different areas because not only do I need to create a concept um, that's unique because I do need to, I also need to be the best at it and the only way to be the best at anything is is knowledge. You have to have the knowledge. So. You have to really go out there and understand your your not just necessarily your concept, but also the the, the industry that you're walking into. So it's really critical to understand um, who's successful, who's not, who's doing what. Um, interestingly enough, when you uh, you look at uh, uh, go back to you know Colonel Sanders, right? Colonel Sanders went to um, went to find. Uh, franchisees when he wanted to franchise his his concept he went to look for successful restaurateurs he found Dave Thomas but he went to uh, look for specifically successful restaurateurs um, I was approached by um, a restaurant chain at one point and in order for me to become a franchisee there's I had to meet a certain level of sales uh, so it it wasn't necessarily about the concept as much as it was about business understanding knowing your space right so that's really really critical i think
1: good good i uh these are solid off the bat i mean most people um super brand new to the restaurant industry they're probably passionate about a food that they can make and they jump into it with two feet and you've said this to me before this you have to treat it like a business and not just as a as a hobby uh what else you have for us
0: Well, as a follow up on that, you do have to treat it like a business. And I, you know, to be passionate about, uh, if you're going to start a restaurant based on passion because you like to cook and you like to work a lot, go work at McDonald's, you're going to make more money. Because uh, (laughs) if you don't have that business element or you don't focus as much on that business element, you're going to make less than you would make at McDonald's. You know, that's what you're going to, you know, the margins are low in in the restaurant industry. And in order to be um, successful, you have to be, uh, you have to be the best. Wow. So um, the third thing would be, would kind of follow up on that, would be um, capital. Uh, You you know, so many people walk into a restaurant concept underfunded and um, they feel like they're just going to get customers. You know, a lot of people go with the whole Theme. if you build it they will come um, ultimately most people who start a restaurant especially younger folks um, they get their family to invest or they get uh, other people to invest they can't see past the party you know they can't see past the uh, being treated like a king for a day right <laughs> they, they get drunk in the power and they can't see past that and and um, they spend too much money on the wrong things uh, you know so many people I knew wanted to uh, make um, you know, make add add beautiful lighting and all these other things to their restaurants. And in my opinion, uh, the money was best spent in the foundation, the infrastructure of the place, as opposed to the decoration. Now, I think it's important to brand your place. So if you have come up with a concept um, that that requires a certain look or a feel or a self-standing build, building or something like that then you need to make sure that you have the capital for that. You can't just go on a hope and a prayer. Hope is not a strategy. So if you, um, you know, you need to figure out how you're going to replace that money too. So capital, uh, understanding your capital, making sure that you have adequate capital, reserve capital for, because in most cases, um, six months to a year, you're not making any money. You're just constantly investing because you're learning things. Um, So when you look at big chains like Wendy's or McDonald's or anything like that, they require you to have uh, a large net worth. I think it's $2.5 million in assets or something like that uh, before you can even be considered as a franchisee. So making sure that capital is there is key.
1: So um, compared to uh, 10 years ago, uh, when you were really kind of in the thick of it running your uh, restaurants, How do you think financing has changed? Do you think it's easier to get money for a new restaurant concept, or do you think it was easier in the past as far as sitting down and going and asking a bank, hey, I've got this idea for a restaurant. I want to get started with it.
0: Well, for the most part, banks don't want to lend for restaurants. Um, It's hard. Uh, I don't think that uh, there's a whole lot of people out there willing to invest in restaurants because of... People not covering these particular bases. Right, um, capitalization is is key. There's so much loss um, financially, uh, and in particular, you know, you're taking on assets. It's it's interesting because when uh, you see so many people buy, they'll spend hundred thousand dollars on equipment. If they shut down six months later, that equipment isn't worth hundred thousand dollars. It's worth maybe ten, mm-hmm. or twenty, or thirty you know, uh, but definitely not a hundred. And that's so sad to see. You see these fire sales. Um, so many people try to put a value on their restaurant business and there is none. There really is none. So when you're approaching a bank, they need to see a return on investment and they can't do that. It's not possible.
1: So Brian, I got to point out, you were, you were part of one of those fire sales and you saw some of your equipment go for Pennies on the dollar, so 100%. Yeah, that you was,
0: uh, you
1: speak some truth on that, and I know that our listeners can't see you, but there is not a smile on your face <laughs> when you start thinking about watching that equipment go for pennies on the dollar.
0: That's true, and um, you know it's those types of things that make you. Uh, this is how I say I backed into the knowledge, right? <laughs> uh, it's those kind of things that make you make you uh, realize that your next step you need to learn from from what, what's happened, and so that includes. When I'm looking at a new concept, what kind of equipment I'm going to buy, I'm not going to buy uh, something unless it's going to, unless it solves a problem. I believe that everything, every part of every component to the restaurant that you're getting ready to start, you need to do all kinds of math and you need to understand exactly how that touches all parts of the business. Uh, So if I'm going to buy a particular piece of equipment, um, how does that represent my labor? How does it... uh, does it change my labor, or can I buy a bigger piece of invest in a bigger piece of equipment that I could lose a person in labor? Because labor's a killer. Um, that's that's a huge, huge problem. And so, uh, you know, definitely because I also know that if anything goes wrong, and anybody who sits there and you know thinks that it's just good, they don't have a strategy, they don't have a plan, they just believe it's going to work, um, they're fooling themselves. I think you need to be positive when you go into a venture, but I think you need to be realistic. And I think that, and I'm not saying that you have to think about the end game. I think I think that you have to uh, go in there and create such a, a, a detailed blueprint um, that keeps you inside the lines.
1: Nice. What else you have for us?
0: So uh, I think the the fourth the fourth uh, tip would be um, creating efficiencies. You know. It's, like I said you need to be the best at what you do and you need to uh, and, and all these things kind of tie together because an efficient process um, reduces the amount of capital that you have to spend uh, and it also can increase the amount of capital that comes in so an efficient process creating processes in every little part of your business uh, from if you're a table service you know what is the manager's walk and and um, that might be proprietary to me. I don't know, but but I usually have a, path, a travel path set for my managers um, that I that I want to see them walk. Um, I want to see. Them, I have little perches that I want them to oversee certain things. I want to make sure that these people are looking at the business right and uh, processes. I always believe that in, in my particular concept, um, I had the highest paid guy in the kitchen not cooking. I had him doing certain other things, managing the kitchen. So creating processes and, and a travel path when I, was, when I was setting up the restaurant to open or closing the restaurant. Those things saved me on labor, they, uh, they end up by determining those processes, I was able to reduce the amount of capital that I had to have required. Uh, so, so it's
1: really, really critical to have processes and efficiencies. Nice. What's, uh, what's your final tip for us?
0: The final tip is has to do with, with operations. Um, and that is uh, ultimately your service right your service is so key because as we talked about before when you're when you're looking at your capital um, if you don't have a lot of capital I don't believe that you should not chase your dream I believe that you should consider a different way to do it I have a very specific mindset and framework that I live by and that is want should need can and I believe that whenever you're making a decision on what you should do, you should operate with that. So, I had um, I had always looked, and I, I believe that you should look at um, how you're serving people, the quality of your product, the quality of your service, the qual- the knowledge of your people, um, the the efficiency of your menu, the you need to get a couple of just a couple of things right and and make sure that those things are you're doing it better than everybody else. So service is really really key in this business. You can literally have a place that's not as great decoration-wise, but as long as it is the best people are going to go. Word of mouth is is huge and service is a large part of that.
1: Very cool. Uh, lots of years of experience in those answers. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Hey, if you have comments or questions, you can reach out to us at ribfeedback@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.